We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. I'm Lindsay Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Lindsay? I'm good. It's Tuesday. It feels like fall in the air in Cincinnati and a big week five game coming up. It feels like forever since the Bengals played because they had that Thursday night game and then they don't play again until Sunday night football. It's going to be a long week. That's a great thing, though, right? I mean, rest. I assume the players are feeling like it's been a while, too. You know, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a few guys that could use the rest, uh, at least in my opinion. I mean, I feel like oh, you're talking about us like we needed the rest. <laughs> I needed it. Yeah. Well, I was in today, so I I got the rest, but I was just kind of like doing touristy things. Um, and then uh, <laughs> didn't really get too, too much. Rest. I, I'm like a day ahead of where I normally am. We're like, I'm done with my article today, yesterday. So I'm like, I don't got to write tonight. I just got to do my podcast. I'm done. And then I'll start a preview uh, probably tomorrow. Well, speaking of um, all Bengals, I know that's what you're referencing. I need to get an interview out. I've been promising James that I'll have an interview ready to go one of the weeks, probably since training camp. So soon, you'll you'll never know when it's going to come out, but maybe I'll do a one-on-one and it'll be on all Bengals soon. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, DJ Reader's not busy. You can get your one-on-one with him. Yeah, the show. Big fan of the show. We want to get DJ Reader back on track. And, uh, you know, I want to give some love to our social media followers before we get into what you did in Cincinnati, because we never recapped where you went to eat. And I think everybody needs to know. But can we give Dad the Bounty Hunter on Twitter some love? I love waking up to funny videos, people talking about listening to the podcast. And he puts out the video that we've been waiting for. And now you don't have to do it. You can focus on your articles. I know. Nick, I don't know if you can. If you can get in thunderous applause for dad the bounty hunter for this because i mean that was awesome that was what i was gonna do <laughs> just the freeze frame don't you forget about me plays that was perfect and you know what i'm fine with you getting all the credit too I, paul daner was doing it they probably all think it was your idea and i'm okay with that because you did an excellent job i, I don't need i don't need the credit uh, for coming up with the idea you executed it and uh yeah i get enough i get enough of this stuff you know i want to i want to spread the love well, I have a confession. When you were talking about that on the last podcast, I acted like I knew what you were talking about. I had no clue what you were <laughs> I shook my head. I was like, yeah, that would be so great. I love that idea. I just, <laughs> then Dad, the bounty hunter, puts it on Twitter. And I'm like, wait, I get what he went. I get it. It's really funny Fist now. pump, 80s uh, music, and the credits roll. Freeze I, frame. I just shook my head and was just like, yeah, this, I can't wait. You should do Speaking, that. Oh, man. Still sidetrack a little bit. Speaking of, this is tangentially related, but the Ted Karras uh, mic'd up. Very fun. Um, a lot of grunts and yas, but <laughs> I thought it was fun otherwise. I mean, I'm okay with the grunts and yas. Took me back. I mean, what what else would you expect from an offensive lineman? I mean, those oh, are, those are so much. So much. <laughs> <laughs> Confession. I've only watched about a minute and a half of it, so I still need to watch the next five minutes. And I'm sure it's gold, and I can't wait to hear more of Ted Karras mic'd up. I know a lot of people need it from Joe Burrow, but I feel like Ted might be the best one so far this season, or when the season ends, he's going to be the best mic'd up. We need an Eli Apple mic'd up, right? I think he's going to... (laughs) <laughs> he's the type of guy he leaves mouthpiece hanging you know what i'm talking about with the trash well, talk. don't you feel like that would have been the perfect game 
to Mike. I know, right? Because you probably hear Tyree kill too. Maybe they were worried about what it would be. <laughs> you know, even because you got Ted saying, I'm hot. I'm a, I, I got a hot mic. You want to tell your teammates that because you don't want them saying anything outrageous when they're near you. So they just know, like, okay, I got to turn it down just a little bit when I'm around Ted today. But uh, I assume Eli wouldn't tell <laughs> Tyreek or anybody that. And it would just be like, <laughs> we need to like the uh, R-rated <laughs> mic'd up from Eli Apple and Mike and uh, and uh, Tyreek Hill. That's why they didn't do it because Bengals social media would be like, "We can't use any of this. This is not gonna work. Nope." Uh, <laughs> and it would all be Tyreek Hill talking, and Eli would just be like, "Yep, oh great game." <laughs> the the intern was okay. like, "Oh my god, that's so much editing." <laughs> that, yeah, that didn't work out. So that maybe that's in the game plan later on in the season. We'll see if they meet each other in the playoffs if that happens. You were in Cincinnati. I can't believe we didn't even recap this. Before we get into Bengals and Ravens and all that fun stuff, previews, prediction, we'll have that later out on Thursday and Friday. Wait, where did you eat? Because you asked social media where you should go. I said the Eagle. Did you go to the Eagle? Okay, so the reason I didn't go to the Eagle is because oh, one. Oh, 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 stop. Oh, it's there's one in Pittsburgh. There's one an hour from me. So it's that's why so I was. Lame. <laughs> it gives me something to do around here <laughs> so i'm gonna go to the eagle i just i didn't go in cincinnati because there's things in cincinnati that i can't eat here <laughs> um yeah so it's a weird situation um my best friend since middle school his uncle is a district manager of uh skyline so i had to have that one day mm-hmm. so i had the skyline um, we were so late to the game. We did Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Because I was like, eh, it's probably three and a half hours. I, I drove it uh, in the summer. Wait. It was five hours. How did you not know how long it takes to get from Pittsburgh to here? That was so questionable to me. I have no idea. I think it's because I went to um, Buffalo and Niagara Falls. And I don't know if that just went in my mind because that was three and a half hours. I was like, yeah, they're both like three and a half hours. It's fine. And then <laughs> we pulled up Google Maps the day of. I went to the gym before we left. And then uh, he calls me. He's like, dude, it's five hours. Why'd you say three and a half? I'm like, no, it's not. And I pull up my Google Maps. I go, whew, just cardio today. <laughs> you know, I got to get out of here quick. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, found out it was five hours. And then traffic sucked too. So, and finding a parking spot because we were getting there kind of late. Also terrible. But I made it. I made it on time. I made it a little bit early. I got to go to Bengal gyms and meet a few people. Um, shout out to uh, just another Bengals fan, Lorenzo, and then the group of writers that all hung out drinking Modelo behind the fan. <laughs> John Shearer beat me in a chug off by that much. Oh my God. I should have cheated and just been like, ah, I'm done. Because I waited for like the last drops to fall. I should just like, yep, I'm all done. I was well, upset about that. Do you have a video of that? Because I'm sure. No, I should. We should. He just pulled out the Modelo because I said it on Twitter. He said something. I think he replied to my tweet and he said something like, I'm the guy with the, I brought a case of Modelo or something. And I was like, okay, chug off. And uh, it's just like a handshake. And then um, when I get there, he cracks open a Modelo and he hands me one. So I crack it. It just started. I, <laughs> it was like all of a sudden things were happening so quick. But uh, I'm not going to lie. I will admit that he did beat me in the chug off by I want to say like less than half a second because I, I, as I was going down, I saw he was going down just a little bit quicker at the same time. I was like, Oh man, come on. Uh, did you go to Eli's? I did. Yeah. That's the one, uh, not skyline local place I ate at. So ate at Eli's, I got ribs, I got uh, jalapeno cornbread. That's the best thing there. I think that thing's that slapped, uh, and Mac and cheese, 
like the mac and cheese, but I, I was interested when I saw my friend. He got I no idea. I've never seen like mashed potatoes that I'm super interested in from a barbecue place, but whatever they do to cook them, it's like they're like almost seared. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was interested, but the, the cornbread was my favorite. The the sauce, so good. I bought a bottle and uh ribs were awesome too. So I had a great time. Um that was really the only restaurant type place I ate at other than Skyline. And I was like, skyline really count you know like i it is local i eat it but like everybody's had skyline i don't know you know the vibes are good on a season when we just spent almost nine minutes in the intro just talking about all the good vibes coming to cincinnati eating the food everything's I went, good went to the rheingeist brewery that was sick too i wish i had more time because i went up there i was like oh my god there's like board games and uh ping pong and cornhole and uh um there was like a retirement party too going on at the same time. And I was like, that's fun. That's, I guess, where I would have one, a brewery, right? Like it feels like the birthday parties, you know, less and less people come, but then my retirement hits, I'm down for beer and cornhole or whatever's going on. The biggest question, are you coming back for any games this season? So it's, I don't have any set that I'm coming to, but I did have a friend who is a coach in uh, Kentucky and he was like, I want to get to a game, I think, uh, sometime after November when our season ends. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you there. So there is a possibility. I looked it up. A lot of road games in November. <laughs> but um, early November, I believe it was – oh, man, who did they play? It's not the Saints, not the Falcons. Falcons are the last week of Panthers? October. Yes, Panthers. And then uh, the next home game after that is the first week of December against the Chiefs. I would assume he probably would want to go to the Chiefs game, but I'm a little scared of going to the Chiefs game. I don't want to bring bad luck. I watched them both from home while I was hanging out. Uh, I'll but, be there. I'm good. Look, they won the last time I was there. So, oh, awesome. They're three and zero when I go. So I guess I do that. Something's got to give. You know, we either my streak of watching the Chiefs at home, watching them beat the Chiefs at home ends, or my streak of undefeated when I attend the game ends. So, yeah, no, I. It was such a cool time. And the experience at the actual game was awesome. I mean, we're like 10 minutes in now of recapping Cincy. I hope the people, I hope the people like this. We're going to get plenty Baltimore Bengals content. We have another podcast. We got two more. (laughs) This is, this is, this is mini bi-week content. It's relatable to what everybody wants to talk about right now. How your week went, how the tailgate went. Oh man. I have to say though, Bengals gym, Bengal gyms is like the coolest tailgate of just, it's just a block party. And because uh, when I was telling my friend, he's a Dolphins fan. Uh, that's why he went with me. But um, he, he was like, oh, so we're just going to park at the parking lot of the tailgate. Right. It's like, oh no, no. It's like a block party. You, you can't park there. There's people like everywhere. <laughs> no. And honestly, you brought up a good point that I will say the best part of living. I live in downtown Cincinnati towards over the Rhine. And I'm very grateful to leave my car where it is and just walk down there because trying to get a parking spot now, when I was a kid going to Bengals games and obviously you had a parking pass, you could park anywhere you wanted because it was wide open mm-hmm. and that place was not selling out. But nowadays you have to get down there early. You have to park your car far away from the stadium. And if you want to Uber back, you're going to have to walk really far down the road and try to find that Uber. Yeah. Oh, it took us an hour to leave the parking garage. And that was the most frustrating part of just sitting there in the parking garage because I stupidly was like, oh, I'll just go to the bathroom once we get out of the city. 
And then it was an hour in the car that I had to wait before we even moved. I was like, oh, you idiot. I was trying to beat the traffic. I was like, watch the whole game. And then once it's over, I was like, well, I don't want to hold everybody up. <laughs> the playoff game last year, it was absolutely freezing. And we were trying to get back because we weren't walking. We we're like, oh, we need to get out of the stadium, walk walk down the street a little bit, get an Uber, wait for an Uber. I mean, there was no 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 chance of getting one. I, that's what I mean, there's good and there's bad. You play good, your stadium gets sold out. It's hard to get an Uber. It's hard to leave the stadium. I'll take it every day of the week. Uh, but no, it sounds like you had a great time in Cincinnati. You need to come back for Kansas City, Buffalo Bills, Monday Night Football. That's going to be a huge one. Sports gambling is going to be. That's like January, isn't it? January 2nd. Sports gambling I'm, is legal on January 1st in, in Ohio. I'm such an anti-cold person. <laughs> if you live in the. You live in oh, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I, I'm definitely thinking of the Kansas City Chiefs or the Panthers game because I want to see. see Baker Mayfield. Oh man, the the like one percent concern that they all pull it together because it's Baker Mayfield against the Bengals. I'm not concerned about it, but there is like just in the back of my mind, like you know, like he sucked last year and he killed the Bengals. <laughs> I didn't realize how bad he was until, I mean, he just always seemed to light it up when he played Cincinnati. And I thought, well, maybe he's playing with an injury late last year when they were struggling and they still had a shot at the playoffs. I mean, that game could have been bigger with Cincinnati in the last week of the season if they didn't beat the Chiefs uh, the second to last game. And it's just wild to think about that. That dude is really bad. Oh my God. I think, I think it's offensive line related to, that's the only thing I can think of that why it's so different. Like he wasn't good last year, but he's like actively bad now. A little bit has to be the coaching because we look at everybody that goes there seems to do worse than they do everywhere else. But also like he went from what the best second, third, best in elite offensive line that really wouldn't give him any pressure into one of the worst offensive lines. They got a rookie left tackle that's trying to figure things out and some other young pieces. So they uh, struggle in there. So I think it has to be, he was always a little bit of a happy feet guy or trying to roll out type thing. So I think it's just all blowing up. Um, oh, well, not, not, whatever. <laughs> you know, he's NFC. <laughs> That's like a, a bad NFC team. I just have no feelings for. We're going to wrap this segment up in a little bit. The funny thing is in our show notes, we were going to talk about Joe Burrow in the first segment. We'll move him to the second segment. But speaking of quarterbacks and the NFC. How about the Dallas Cowboys right now? That loss is looking a little, and I know who they've played over the last couple of weeks, but at the same time, they're they're doing okay since that Bengals game. That's why I was trying to say that, hey, everybody keeps posting the quarterbacks of who the Bengals played, and it's like, don't just look at the quarterbacks. That Dallas defense is legit. I think the Steelers defense with Watt is legit. Like The reason the Bengals offense looked so bad was a little bit of rust, a little bit of, you know, they were working things out play calling wise. But a little bit is these are just two, in my opinion, elite defenses. Now, it doesn't look like the Steelers defenses, but I really do think it's a lot different with Watt. So just to me, I'm like looking at that now. I'm like, yeah, uh, the Bengals offense seems fine. And a little bit that's uh, the rust coming off. Everything's coming together. But a little bit of that is they haven't had to play an elite defense. And um, in my opinion, they don't this week either. <laughs> I mean, if you look at how many passing yards that defense has given up in the Baltimore Ravens, I'm not trying to give my prediction yet, but um, it could be pretty fun in favor of the Cincinnati Bengals. But we'll get back next. All, all about QB1, quarterback Joe Burrow on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. 